Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. like a machine making more podcasts than you've ever seen now he's finally back for more interviews i hope you missed him because he sure missed you it's the tarrant show the tarrant show now he's all booted up and ready to go it's the tarrant show a simple name or a simple guy a simple face. It's the Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Terran Show. This week, I have another another great guest for you today. I don't know why I say A and then transition to another. It's because I was about to say A, but then I went to another. And now it just says another, which is not how I say another. But I have another great guest for you this week, and that is Claire from Big Brother. 23. Her job title was AI engineer or something uh, at Microsoft when she went into the house. I had a lot of questions about about all of that, about Microsoft, about uh, her job, about uh, post-show life, what it's like to be in a post-show showmance and all of the things that that entails. Uh, lots of questions for Claire and I had a really good time talking to her. So this is Claire from Big Brother 23. Claire, hello. How are you? Hello, Taryn. I'm uh, doing fantastic. Um, you know, it's starting to be uh, nice weather in New York City. So I'm uh, really enjoying life. Granted, right now it's freezing. But uh, mm. overall, I'm a, I'm a good weather gal, I guess. Why are you in New York then? Uh, you know, who's to say, I don't know if I'll stay in New York for that long. Um, but I think for me coming out, so I coming out of college, granted, um, I was like, "Ah, I think I kind of want to be in a big city. My family's from Virginia. Um, and so I knew I want to be East coast, at least right out of college. Uh, And my work told me you can go New York or Boston. So I figured I'd pick the lesser of two evils um, and head to New York. And then I've just really loved the city ever since. And then, of course, COVID hit. Uh, the great fleeing of New York City happened. Um, you moved, of course, uh, probably partially as a result of that. Uh, but I headed back and then, you know, I, you have a yearly lease. So you can't really break that uh, that often. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I mean, I was I was stuck in Boston for so long. Uh, yeah. You know, it's I'm, I'm hardly one to talk. Um. <laughs> it's such a huge leap moving at any point in your life and saying like, yeah, 
the friends I have here, you know, my coffee shop, even that routine, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the plug on that and I'll just go and figure it out now somewhere else. Um, so I respect that a lot. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I had something I'd always wanted to do and I just had always just like been putting it off. And I was like, I like, um, I have to do this now. Like it's, it's now or never, like I've got to start experimenting with these sorts of changes if I'm ever going to do them because, um, you know, you're, you're not, uh, you're not young forever. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta take I'm a advantage. big fan of just doing it. Just, I just feel like once you set your mind on something, you just have to jump. Well, that sounds like ominous. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But, uh, <laughs> is that what that was? That what Big Brother was like for you, though? Yeah, that's what I would say. That yeah. was like <laughs> was me absolutely not being decisive. Uh, just kind of we'll see. Like, <laughs> but I think going on the show. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like the decision uh, you know, to my, go on Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think at that point. Um, I wasn't the most happy with where I, what I, my work exactly. I kind of figured, um, I'm also going in the summer period, which is our slowest period. And so if I can go and live out my dream now might as well be a good, good enough time as any, um, and I'm not getting any younger and most likely I'll apply and nothing will happen here. Uh, and so I figured I might as well send it in at the time. I sort of meant it for it to be practice for survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, because I'd applied for survivor, never heard back. Um, and I had heard that other people had done that and like said that I forget who it was now uh, who applied and were like, hey, it was just kind of like practice. And like, this is what I really want to do. Um, and so I was like, I'll just chuck it in and we'll just see. Uh, and I think my audition tape was uh, significantly better than my survivor one. Um, and so I was going through the process, going through the process, going through the process a few weeks beforehand was told you're an alternate. They like actually tell you when you're an alternate, if you're actually on the cast, they, you know, don't necessarily tell you that. Uh, but, and then I was devastated. Um, and I had to make the decision because it's like a weird thing to tell your work, mm-hmm. right? Like I might be gone for a week, uh, with no phone contact and then I'll just be back. Uh, and I, I can't really explain why I'm leaving, but like, there's like a 10% chance I could be gone for this entire summer. Uh, and I also won't be able to tell you that. Um, but like, it's low. Like, that's how I really sold it to my work. I was like, it's low. Like, I'll do the paperwork, but most likely I'll be back. Uh, but when I was flying out there, I was definitely flying out there with the knowledge. I'll probably be back. But if I'm not, I could very easily lose my job. Um, and they could just say, this isn't really reasonable. Uh, but I would say I took that jump and I just said, screw it. If for some reason I don't fly out there as an alternate and something happens and an alternate gets on, I could never, ever forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't like feeling feelings of regret. I think that's like one of my driving forces is like, I don't want to regret stuff. Um, and so, uh, I decided, you know, uh, fuck it. Let's just do it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and it worked out. There you go. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, very easily. I could have just not been on the show. I would have been like, you know, listening to all the podcasts from that <laughs> summer, like, man, like, 
you know, when you're in the hotel room, your like ears always pressed against the door, like uh, where we sequester. And you're like, who, who is that? Like, oh, it sounds like an old man. And I'm sure I would have been like, oh, I think I was I was next to Frenchie. Like, you yeah. know, whatever. Do you think you would have uh, guessed that you were Christie's alternate? Uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> never. Maybe. No. No, but who, SB, I would have thought I was yeah, SB. Yeah, I think so. Like, locked down. Like, I went in the house and I was like, SB got the spot instead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is genuinely true. Like, why would you have me and SB are very similar in so many of our respects of, like, who we are as, like, you know, surface level people. Yeah. Deep down, very different people. Um, very different life stories. But, uh but, you know, I heard Christy was vegan, so maybe I was, you know, granted, SB is vegetarian. So, you know, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. I'd say most people that go on Big Brother don't have like a nine to five, like uh job that's that they're like very happy with that they probably wouldn't want to lose that income. Like, I, I would say a lot of people look at it as a, a, a vehicle to sort of like leave their job and try something new. Um, But that's, that's not really the case. It seems for you. I mean, you have a very nice job. Yeah. Like I do artificial intelligence and machine learning at Microsoft, like one of the top five tech companies. Yeah. You can argue that in the world doing the coolest tech in my opinion. Um, And like I said, I was like kind of unhappy with my job going into it, but it was also the busiest time of the year. Um, and I started working again a week after getting off. Um, I just like said, okay, like that was fun. I'm, I'm good to go though. Like I'm set. And I think that was my intention going in. Like I remember inside of the house, I would look around at the other people and they would of course be talking we're going to be influencers. We're going to be actors. We're going to be singers, whatever. And I've seen the live feed. So I'm like, guys, <laughs> people say this every year. And like the number that do that are very low. Like, I don't know, guys. Like, and I think me and Aza would just kind of like laugh about it. Like mm. both, both of us, like very much career women, nine to five, like the corporate life. Um, and be like, oh, okay, like good for you. And I think like a lot of people from my season are doing that, have done that, have have found leveling amounts of success from that. Um, but it the show is weird. Like I very much I think before going on the show, I judged people that did that. And I mm-hmm. said, like, you idiots, like you dum dums, like you don't know, like I know better. I'm a I'm a corporate gal. Like I would never do that. Like, how dare you? But like, I think it falls into the regret. Like, you don't want to regret it. You will literally never have an opportunity where you are coming off and you'll have it's not that many followers anymore. Whatever, seventy five thousand followers on Instagram, um, in comparison. And why not make that money? Why not try that? And worst comes to worst, a year later you'll just go back to work and update your LinkedIn and like no one will care. Um, but if you don't really try it and try to put that into it, you might always wonder what if I had been the one success case out there? Or what if I had not gone down this normal path? So I think that I understand why people do it. Um, granted, I don't like that kind of reliance on the public. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think when you go down that path, you're very vulnerable to public opinion. And I think um, 
that's that's fair partially uh, but I never wanted to have pressure of this is what I should say this is what I shouldn't say or whatever um so I always and that's just me as like a, a person uh I was always like that won't be for me whatsoever yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, like a difficult thing. And, and and there is like a weird judgment around hmm. the Big Brother players that come out of the show and like try to do things. And I think, you know, in part, it stems from like, especially back in the day when, you know, when it really was like you'd come out to not much uh, and, and almost nobody made a living off of social media. And so the people that were like, oh, we're going to be like actors, we're going to be like celebrities, hmm. like that was kind of laughable. Um, but you know, nowadays it, it, like, uh, you are looking at a decent percentage of each cast that's like making, uh, you know, maybe not a living necessarily, but like a decent chunk of change off of, um, off of the social media out of the house. And it's like, it, like, I feel like the audience doesn't want to look at that reality because it doesn't like fit what they want the people to be. Um, right. but it's like, you know, like, uh, is, they let, let them live. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> like it is, it is shocking. You like, you don't have to care if mm-hmm. you don't want to care. Like, I, I think like maybe we've talked about this before. Like my fandom was always, uh, I'd watch the season and then I would not care. Mm-hmm. I would not follow a single person. I said, you know, I loved your gameplay, uh, but this, this, uh, this isn't for me. Granted, I say that and I benefit from it. So, but I think like, I think more and more we're seeing people who have different sources of income. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to necessarily be on reality TV to say like, screw it. I'm going to try to go big on TikTok and be like a micro influencer and have different kinds of streams of income or start a YouTube channel or be part of a podcast network and, you know, do all these different jobs that people would have um, not seen as realistic, but they're becoming more and more realistic. So it's interesting to me. Yeah. Well, your job is also interesting. Can you tell me more about First of all, what it is, um, if I'm capable of understanding it. And then two, uh, how you got into it. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So I'm about to reveal sort of like a little bit of a deep, dark secret. My title isn't actually AI engineer. Uh, That was the nifty bow that I put on it uh, for casting. So I'm a cloud solution architect focused on artificial intelligence and machine learning. I get why you Uh, changed it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like it's not as like on the Chiron, it wouldn't yeah. be as fun. You would be like, I know she's a meteorologist, like wow. <laughs> um, and so basically what I do is I work with um actually like external basically customers, sort of in a consulting role. Um so they come sometimes with a problem and they say, Hey, I think AI or ML um those might be the same thing in your mind. So uh, I'll just say AI. I think AI could fix this problem for me. And so I don't really know, though, how to actually build that out. And so I will go to them and say, OK, here's how basically we can build out um, this solution or like this product, this app, you can imagine. Um, and here are all the pieces you'll need to fit together. And sometimes that's all I do. And sometimes I go a step further and actually work with them to code it, work with them to like test proof it. Uh, it really varies. So my job is sort of a third consulting excuse me, a third programming and a third, um, wait, 
consulting, programming, teaching, uh, and then maybe like a little bit uh, evangelism of technology. Um, so maybe kind of a little bit selling. Um, and so it's a, a little bit of everything. Uh, and I enjoy it. So like some projects that I've worked on, I feel like that is what is actually useful for people. Um, some things that I've done uh, was I worked with um, this public, like the, the ocean rescue, ocean cleanup, uh, who deals with like finding plastics in the ocean. Um, and we worked with them and they said, hey, I think I want to do something with um, computer vision and detecting where are plastics. Uh, so we like went in with them and helped them build out a machine learning model, basically saying, hey, this little thing is plastic and this little thing is uh, just like some reflection off a wave or something of inconsequence. Um, we do other things like uh, I worked with a um, clothing company, I will say, to build a recommender for clothing. Um, so if people come in and say, hey, I want to buy this shirt, uh, let's automatically go through all their other clothing options that they have in the store. Um, this is online and say, oh, this skirt matches this shirt. These, uh, you know, shoes match the shirt, whatever this hat does. And a lot of this is subjective. So it's it's trickier than just randomly flipping a coin or saying like, this shirt's blue, these pants are white this works. Um, so it's can be very complicated. Sometimes it's like you build a chat bot. Uh, you know, if you've ever had to deal with like an annoying phone call, like that might be me. I'm sorry. <laughs> like Sometimes uh, it's tricky. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so that's like some of, some of what I do. Uh, what was there a second part of that question? Well, so how, how do you, how did you get into that? Like what did, um, was this always your goal uh, to be where you are now? Like what did you go to school for? How did you get a job at Microsoft? What's the story there? Yeah. So I, I guess my like computer science story starts in high school. Um, well, really, it starts as me as a child being obsessed with computer games. Um, and my mom homeschooled my two older sisters. And so she couldn't really watch me as much. And so she just put me in front of a computer and I just played like Freddy Fish and Putt-Putt all day long uh, and like math games and the typing games that like were just laying around. And like my mom likes to tell a story that I was better at math than my sisters. And she like really felt like she was failing because I learned from computer games. Um, but, you know, my mom is a fantastic person, not a teacher. Uh, and um, so I was always a math science kid, always obsessed with computers. And then when I got to high school, I had a fantastic teacher, Mrs. Petit, um, who taught uh, math. And she also taught computer science. And she encouraged me to do computer science. Um, and so I did. I took two years of that. And then uh, my parents were very supportive of me going into engineering um, and like really wanted me to do that. Uh, I like computers the most out of all of that. Um, so I decided to go to Michigan, study computer science. Um, I had some, uh, I definitely struggled like my freshman year. I think there's a huge um, learning curve, of, like college and classes and computer science. So like I was not gifted out of the jump with computer science. If anyone is listening and like interested in it, um, it can be hard. Uh, but I would say I was 
at one point I was like motivated by vengeance uh, because I had a guy tell me like, I should just do liberal arts uh, instead oh. of computer science. And I, at that point I was like, I will spite you. <laughs> uh, I will now live my life for vengeance essentially. Um, and just like really stepped it up. Um, did computer science, did computer science till like my junior year. And then there was a new major that was announced called data science engineering. Um, and I, data science is essentially computer science plus statistics is how it was described to me. And I was obsessed with my statistics teacher. Uh, and I really enjoyed the classes and it was really the hot field. It's very machine learning adjacent. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I made the switch over to that, uh, major, which I think they like really like to talk about in my like casting stuff. Like, oh, I was the first female to major in in uh, graduating data science engineering, which is true. Um, but it was a, it was a brand new major. Like there hadn't been that many people. Like I was probably like the first 15 people that had graduated yeah. that major anyways, but like, you know, we love to sell a story. Um, and it was true. There weren't that many people uh, and it was very male dominated. Um, and so, so that's sort of how I, how I, you know, went through it. Um, my sophomore year, I got an internship at Microsoft um, and I'm lucky because uh, tech companies like to recruit from sort of the same subset of colleges. So like I was very privileged to uh, go to Michigan because mm. I, I, I don't know if this is it's public enough knowledge. Like Microsoft very heavily recruits from Michigan, like UT Austin, Georgia Tech, um, not necessarily like the Yales, but like the big good public schools. Mm -hmm. um, and so I got a internship my sophomore year, uh, summer going into junior, another internship uh, going into my senior year. Um, and then both those internships were very software engineering, um, working on like databases, essentially, but like the tiniest little piece of technology in the tiniest little microservice in the tiniest, you know, whatever that you've ever seen. I wasn't working on Word. Like if, if you know, you have... You would never, ever see or probably be impacted by like the things I was doing, which is fantastic for a lot of people. Like it was so interesting. People on my team had PhDs, like we're so smart, um, but it wasn't necessarily for me. Um, and uh, so I, I knew this isn't really what I want to do. Um, what else is there at Microsoft. Um, and I decided, you know, let's network, uh, network, 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 you know, I've been talking too much today now, Tara. Now it's becoming apparent. So it's too warmed up. That's too loose. <laughs> the larynx. Um, so, uh, I finally found eventually the team I was going to be with. And they told me, you can work remote. This is a remote position from the get-go. And I said, oh, yeah, baby. Like, I love the sound That's of the that. That's the good stuff. Um, this is, I have no idea what that even looks like. And then they advised me, we'd like you to start in a city, though, just so you have people to mentor you. Um, which is how I ended up at um, in New York City. And I, I never really looked back. Um, I, I was very lucky to have a 
awesome manager, be on an awesome, very supportive team. Um, my manager ended up calling me like the day after I got out of the house saying he was quitting, but like, that's its own thing. Uh, but, but I was very, very lucky. Um, and you know, because of a huge number of circumstances that like led me to being where I am now, uh, like very, life is very random. Um, but I, uh, I enjoyed it and I'd, I'd recommend it to people, but my path was like very weird. I feel very odd whenever anyone asks me, like, how did you get there? Like, how can I do it? Um, because so much of life comes down to luck and then, you know, being lucky enough to be in situations where you can take advantage of it. So I was lucky enough to go to Michigan. I was lucky enough to get that internship. I was lucky enough to talk to the right people to get me on this team. Um, But I, I would say like, if you're a college student majoring in computer science, don't feel like you just have to be a software engineer or like a product manager. Those are kind of like the two tracks that you're sold. Um, You know, like you majored in this, you can do A or B, you can work at whatever company, you'll make good money. Uh, But you, there are also tracks, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, um, that people aren't really aware of. And I would say like, don't be afraid to go down one of those otter paths. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you got back from the house, uh, what what was the response? Were they like, uh, oh, you think you can come back now? Or were they they totally chill? Uh, Well, okay. So like I said, my manager had just left. So they were like, you have a new manager. There's an interim manager, uh, whatever. But my manager was like, they're very nervous. You're not coming back. Mm. Uh, they're like, they're very, I took care of everything. Like we got the paperwork, but like they're, they don't think you're coming back basically. Um, and so I reached out and I said, I, I would like to, if I could. Um, and so I, uh, they said, okay, sure. You transition back. It was, I was lucky. It was a very turbulent time on my mm. team because we had just been restructured that I could kind of like, 
be a little mentally fucked up for a few months and like no one really cared that much. Uh, very beneficial for me. I yeah, they were used to you know. being gone for so long. It didn't even yeah, make a like, dent. They're like, Claire didn't really talk in that meeting, but like <laughs> we're used to it. Um, but it was funny seeing everyone's reactions because some people like came on calls right away and they were like, I did not watch a single second of it. Like, I have no idea. I'm assuming you didn't win, but I don't know. Like, I, I felt like it was an invasion of privacy. I was like, okay, like, I didn't win. Like, it's chill. Um, and then some people, it was very clear they had really watched. Yeah. Uh, and I, like, heard stories of other people like, yeah, we'd be in a team meeting and they would speak up and be like, guys, this is what Claire's doing right now. Yeah. Like, she's making <laughs> breakfast. And it's like, oh, I don't love, I don't really love either side of that. Uh, you know, these, this coin. Um, and then sometimes I'm in like very big meetings, like a hundred, I think I was like leading this like 150 person, like internal AI training. Um, and, and a guy like, uh, some of my coworkers were like typing like, oh, it was their first time seeing me like Claire, you're back, whatever. And then someone like came off mute and it was like, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of freaking out. Like I like, like this is wild. And I was like, Oh, like, okay. Like, thank you. And then you have to kind of, and then other people are like, explain like what's going on. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is, it's like, I love this show. Uh, very much. It's a little embarrassing to tell people uh, mm. you went on any reality TV, um, but overall people were like awesome about it. Very great. Um, very supportive of me. So it was, it was very, very nice. Cause I did not know what I was going to get um, coming out of it. And I think like you always hear of contestants who like get fired from their job mm. when they're on the show. Um, and they are not aware of that at all, or that that was even a, a chance that could happen. And so I was also like, I don't think I did anything, but like very easily, like maybe I could have, uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, and so that was also a fear that I had. Like, I think one of the first things I like, I asked, uh, maybe it wasn't the first thing, but eventually I was like, when, when was like my most canceled? Like, when yeah. was I like really screwed? <laughs> like, I would love to know that. Like. On a, on a scale of greenlit for another season to fully canceled, uh, how many episodes have I got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm also, I'm picturing like, uh, just like, yeah, like an internal Microsoft meeting and somebody's like, uh, hey, just, I was just wondering, so are you like mad at Tiffany? Um, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've heard it all. Like yeah. I've really heard it all from people on very public calls. Um, people are people feel very entitled to ask whatever. Um, and especially, I think I like I did a talk like in my internal like a hundred person team um, about my experience on the show and like lessons I learned um, and ways it could apply to That's business. Very corporate. You know? <laughs> it was very corporate. My corporate jargon was like, I was like firing them off. I was like, I'm back in the saddle. Like I was like the less, the learned lessons, like, you know, <laughs> some manager is just like, this is a really good idea. This, uh, Yes. Um, but I think it was like the week or the week after Derek and I announced our relationship. Mm. Um, and then, oh, oh boy, oh the, boy, people really had the questions then. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting time, but it was a pretty, it was a pretty kick-ass PowerPoint. Like it was, it was the good Venn diagram of like reality TV and corporate jargon, you know, you uh, it was good stuff. Nailed it. Maybe I should do a, a Ted talk on it. I don't know. I'll <laughs> submit it to a conference or something. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, well, I, spe- speaking of which, um, you, uh, you have joined the ranks of, uh, of big brother showmances to have started the showmance after the season. Yes. Uh, but not, but not before. Um, yeah. you also, you, like, uh, there was like a, a big, like, you know, the, like, there was an, an announcement, an article, um, yeah, a photo shoot, a photo <laughs> shoot. Uh, I mean, I, I obviously can't speak for you, but I, I know, I, I feel like, um, that must have been out of your comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, it was. Like I said, I was someone who was like, I'll get off the show. Yeah. Here and you people will never hear from me again. Um, and actually, one of my coworkers asked me that on the call, like, if you are claiming like you don't want attention, you literally did this huge ass thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't really think this makes sense. Um, but let me let me I guess go and order the questions. Uh, sort of. I did not really expect that I would be on a showman's. Um, I think in my intro video, I do say I want to be in a showman's. Um, well, you gotta, you gotta say that. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and you know, I was really selling myself as like a bisexual woman. Like, who knows? Like, who knows who might be in that house? <laughs> like, granted, of course, like, dumbass me. I was, they're not going to put, I think they would love to. I think they would love to, but they never really have mm. before put, you know, two single uh, queer women in the house um who are out uh and so you know what a fun thing for me to sell them though um and i was like "Mm, i know this is potentially beneficial to people's games we've seen that in the past uh but there's no way i do not know how to flirt and i do not know how to flirt on camera when people are watching uh if it might not be reciprocated for sure um you know i do my best work uh when I'm, you know, like dancing somewhere or like, I'm just very direct, uh, which like, you can't really be in the house. Um, and so once I was in the house, you also like lose all the, I don't know me. I lost, like, I didn't want to eat. There was no way I was thinking really about like, you know, making out with anyone granted like you know you get a little you get a few crushes here and there uh but like you're not really I was never really thinking about that um and so I was uh surprised that my feelings for Derek like grew very quickly like I I was into Derek I hey if you watch my pizza wait what can I say (laughs) um I was into Derek in the house, uh, especially like, I feel like once he left, I like really like came to terms with that. Um, and so I was surprised by how quick our feelings really developed for each other. Um, granted, I was talking to, I think my mom about that and she was like, yeah, but also like you were in a very weird spot. Um, like I understand why people hook up in jury. Like that has been a known factor. Um, but um we were also so i i knew there is a high probability this relationship wouldn't last uh just based off the stats and the numbers 
of relationships. And so, um, but I also knew that I'm, I'm not someone who really develops strong feelings for people, period. Like I would say that's the end of the sentence. Um, like I, I've never really, uh, been like that crazy over someone. Um, I have a few very good deep friends. Um, but for me, I, what I have with Derek, I was like, I think this is worth pursuing. Like, I think I am feeling things that I like have never really felt for someone else. Um, granted, we're also just went through this huge trauma and you are literally the only person I have to think about right now. <laughs> yeah. I think that helps <laughs> expedite things. Um, we also went through this crazy experience. Like it helps ex- expedite. Uh, but I was like, okay, um, let's do it. And then we decided we actually wanted to date. And um, I also knew I didn't want it really to be a secret. Like I didn't want us to have to be like hiding things or like tiptoeing around. Obviously there was a lot of speculation about me and Derek, about Derek and Chada, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I didn't really like that. Like, I don't want to be a like, Oh, well, what if this, what if that? Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided, okay, let's go public with it. Um, and then maybe this is naive of us, but we're also like, we could post this to our Instagrams, but like people just might not see it. What if we just announce it, whatever, through one of these outlets? Like what if like we can have someone like tweet it out or something? Um, and so we decided, okay, let's go through uh, we like reached out to CBS and we told them um, what the situation was. And then they said, okay, go through our people. Um, we have like a connection to um, Sharon mm-hmm. uh, from us weekly. She does the interviews, whatever. And so we decided to go through them. <laughs> we supplied our own photos. Uh, all those were hand selected. I am embarrassed to say. Uh, and then also we were a little bit like, no one will ever care about us as much as, you know, the public will never care about us as much as they care about us, like right at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will literally never be in a magazine mm-hmm. ever again. So why not do this weird ass thing that is very public, you know, attention seeking. Um, but why not just drop this bombshell, I guess, if you will. Um, and then whatever it's out there, like we don't have to worry about it. Um, and I think I flew out. I, I had left L.A. The show ended. I left L.A. I went home and then I went back to L.A. And I went back because I knew the article was dropping and like we didn't want to be away from that crazy experience. Granted, now looking back, like we were two weeks into a relationship like that is like that, I don't know if I would do that now. Like. <laughs> You know, like we didn't really know what our I mean, it probably was. felt like a lot more than two weeks, uh considering the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that's how I could really justify it was like, I don't remember who it was, but some past BB person told me like a week in yeah. that house is like a month outside. Yeah. Um, and that is very true for all the relationships that you develop there. Um, and how much intense time that you talk and you get to know someone. Um, and then you know, times two in jury. Granted, you're also in a very much a silo. You don't you don't really know who these people are outside of that house. I think um, everyone brings a different part of themselves to the game and everyone leaves a part of themselves out of the game, honestly. Um, but uh, 
we decide, you know, fuck it. Uh, and so we dropped it and announced it. And um, when I flew back to L.A., the night before it dropped, I was vomiting the entire time. And like Alyssa came in the first night and like was throwing up. And I was like, okay, like, damn, anxiety does, you know, wild things to different people. Like mm. could never be me. I've never thrown up from anxiety. Um, but I like, I couldn't keep water down. Uh, like is there's some really embarrassing stories of me, like puking in cars, uh, as we're sober, like whatever, as we're just like driving up to the airport. I think Derek was driving like Kylan's car and I like threw up in his, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if people don't like throw up. I'm realizing <laughs> that like some people are very affected by this. I will stop talking, but I was like throwing up in like his like workout bottle and like, <laughs> It was my first time seeing Kai in like a week and he was like coming in the car and I had to be like, don't look at me like and like go and throw out the vomit cup. Like it was and then oh, it was bad, it was bad, it was bad. And that was that was my first night I met uh Tiffany's son too, and oh. he was just like watching me like you know, uh hurl, I guess, like outside of like a Korean restaurant we were gonna go to dinner, like because I drink water. Um so that really affected me a lot. Uh, just the nervousness of announcing it. But then once we had, I was like, all right, like this is going to be what it's going to be. Um, and I think I didn't, I didn't know what to expect afterwards. Um, I had no idea if people would hate me, if people would like, really, I felt like people were going to hate me. Um, in like transparency, I was like, damn, like, we're both just going to like really lose followers, like whatever. Um, cause like you get sold a very weird narrative. Like when you, right after you leave the house and you see like, oh, this is like a public's perception of everything. Um, but the response was very good. And like, I feel like I have, um, you know, it's a weird, uh, alumni group to be part of, of showmances, jurymances, people post the showmances. Um, but, uh, people that I've talked to that, you know, have gotten together seem like very, very good. Like, I think I was, we were talking to Tyler and Angela, maybe like in the weeks following or like Jess Graf and, um, Cody, uh, or, uh, Nicholson or whatever her last name is now. Um, and they were like, it's going to be very hard in like ways that are different from your other pe friends relationships, but like, it's worth it. Like hold on to it, whatever, like just get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it'll be good. So it's been good. All right. So, uh, big brother 26, uh, proposal in the house is it happening oh my god <laughs> good god no i don't think so Granted, i i when i saw um icon and dom's proposal i was like i was straight up crying when i saw it i'm not really a crier uh but no i don't think so i don't uh, i don't think that is the move there but all right we're, we're keeping the clip just in case okay clip it <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, it, 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 it feels like it's interesting because, um, you know, you are sort of like back, you back to working, uh, your, your job. Um, Derek is, uh, I think still kind of like in the social media realm, right? Yeah. So you're kind of like, uh, uh, pursuing different, uh, areas here. Uh, what's it like to have that, that sort of difference? Mm. Yeah, I think that that is it's hard, right? It's 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 very different. I think that we are both 
supportive of the other people person doing what they're doing um but also like it is very weird like i will be working a nine to five job derek is working a weird very odd hours job um and so it's very tricky to try to align our schedules you know but I think when he first was pursuing it, I was a little judgmental of it. I was like, okay, like, okay. Like you had like your startup, like what happened to your startup? Like, uh, this is what you sold yourself to me as like, what is this? Um, And so I think I was very surprised by that. Um, And I couldn't quite understand it, but I feel like um, as the months progressed, I was like, okay, no, this is making sense. Like I see what you're trying to do. And also like Derek did work in tech. He has money saved. Um, You know, he has whatever investments and stuff. So it's not really like it's a crisis if he's not raking in the big bucks. Um, but it, it was tricky to try to figure out what our schedules look like. Um, and that was like, uh, a few months ago, Derek was in LA for like an extended period of time. Um, just because more people that are out there are content creators. And I made it very clear to Derek, like, I'm happy to do content with you. Um, but I can't be like the only person you're creating content with because this is your job. Mm-hmm. And so I can't be your coworker and your girlfriend. Like that's, that's not fair, a fair expectation. And like, I don't really want to make my money off this. So like, I don't really have the same necessary incentive that you do. And I want to be very cognizant of not just putting our entire relationship on social media. Right. I think there's a huge monetary benefit to being in a showman's. Um, I think over and over again, you see, you know, whatever, my followers jumped 30,000 after Derek and I announced we're in a relationship. Um, We like talked to some brand people and they were like, honestly, like a wedding, like would really bring up a lot. And (laughs) the real moneymaker, a baby, you guys should TikTok, you know? And I'm like, okay, like that is not what I want. Like, I don't want us to be like driving our relationship or whatever because of monetary impact here. That, you know, I think if that works for people, like do it a hundred percent, put your entire relationship out there, like be very like, you know, only like create content with each other. Like so many people do that and they make it work. And um that just isn't me. I just don't really have that desire. Um, and so I think it's still us figuring it out. And so when Derek was out in LA though, he could be around other content creators and people who were going back and forth with, Hey, this is what, um, I think you should be doing or, Hey, like this idea is good. This idea is bad. Um, because like, I think all BB people coming off, like none of you have created real content. Brittany has Brittany, you know, was a dancer, but no one really knows what they're doing. Um, and I just couldn't quite be the person to like figure that out for him. Um, and so it's, you know, the acknowledgement of like, yeah, go and live in LA for like a month, two months, whatever, and figure it out. Um, you know, that's your job. That's your career. Like I can never be like, Oh, like, why aren't you in New York? I don't know. Uh, like it's, it's your job. Um, and so I think like, when you think about it as a job, it's like easier. That was a very long answer. Uh, but like, it's tricky. Answers are what this is for, yeah. but like so many people do like 
odd job, you know, odd job, boyfriend, nine to five girlfriend or whatever that meme is. Um, And it's like setting boundaries, setting schedules, um, figuring out expectations and then like clear communication, like the definitions of all core relationships uh, or good relationships, I feel like just also like magnified and in a weird space now. Um, yeah. But it's it's interesting. Do you, do you think you're going to, I mean, we sort of touched on this at the beginning, but like, do you think you're going to stay in New York? Do you think you might go out to LA since you do work remotely? Like hmm. what are, um, do you have any thoughts or plans there? Uh, nothing really that defined. I, I, nothing that defined really, but my lease is up at the end of May. Um, and so that makes things a little tricky, uh, because I have to try to figure out what am I going to do? And I think most likely I will be out in LA for, Ooh, excuse me, a few months. I don't think I'm going to get a year lease necessarily. Um, but I think, you know, why not go experience it? I have a remote job. Um, I can do this from anywhere and, I never have, um, you know, during COVID I did it from home, but, but why not go and experience it? And I think like an, a, a dream I have of what I would like, like my next year to be like, would look something like living in LA for like three months and then going and trying different cities out. So going and living in Colorado for three mm-hmm. months, I don't ski at all, but like in my ideal version of myself does. Yeah. Um, then going and living in like Austin for three months and then going and living in Washington, DC for three months and figuring out where, where would I actually like to live or like whatever cities, where do I actually like to live? Try out San then, Diego. Parent, I'm very, very tempted by San Diego, actually. Let's do uh, it. Um, Come visit Derek me. Does. We'll hang out. We'll show you around. Oh, please. Me and Derek did a like very quick road trip uh, when I went out and visited him in L.A. down to San Diego. Loved it. Like so nice. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, I'll hit you up if I'm uh, I, I just will be in L.A. this summer at some point. So, uh, you know, I, I think I think I would probably like San Diego and DX would probably love L.A. But, uh, it's close enough. Like the, yeah, they're very <laughs> close. And I'm also someone who I'm like. I don't necessarily need to move in with him. Like uh, our relationship is still relatively new. Um, so, uh, but granted, I do not really drive that much. Uh, it's something mm. I am working on as I think about moving out of New York. Yeah, uh, that is a big fear I have. I don't know. Did you have a car when you were in Boston? Do people have cars in Boston? I didn't for a long time. For a long time, I was a, a biker, and uh, and that sucked in the winter, obviously. Um, and, uh, but I eventually got a car, uh, and, uh, and I have, a, I have a car out here and yeah, you, I mean, you drive everywhere for sure. Um, unless you're like, you know, deep in, in downtown and you never leave, but, um, you know, it's, it's probably not, uh, what's going to be happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Maybe I'll get a motorcycle. I don't, maybe I'll also become you a can biker. become a biker. Yes. Uh, in a different sense, but I do, <laughs> I do like a, like a city bike around New York city. I like a, I like a bicycle ride yeah yeah uh i i enjoyed it for a, a little while um i there, there was a part of me that was like uh like yeah yeah i can take the cold even though it made my <laughs> hands fall off uh the hands were the worst part because they're just they're so exposed um Very understandable. <laughs> yeah that's so, like people in sorry people in new york like the delivery guys maybe they had this in boston they have like 
sort of gloves on attached to the bike. Do you have this? And it's like, but not gloves. It's like a hundred plastic bags. I don't really know how to explain this phenomenon um, of like guys riding around and they just, it's, it looks like plastic bags, like wrapped around their hands and then they get off and it's like, you slide it out. Think, think about it. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, uh, maybe maybe I should have thought about it, but uh, yeah. I, I, luckily I don't you think have I'll a have to. And you live in San Diego. Yeah. So <laughs> why say, am I telling you this? Hopefully I'll never be that gold again in my life uh, at this God. point. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, so uh, so w- how did you get into Big Brother Survivor in the first place? Because uh, and I, I know that like you you were sort of more into the Survivor end of it. Um, but uh, like what attracted you to these shows? Yeah. So Survivor, I started watching as a kid, like Survivor. I was the youngest of three. And one of my first memories, I swear, one of my first memories is um, Scoop and Folly in the Fire. Uh, And then after that, my parents didn't really let me watch Survivor until I was a little bit older. Um, But we would like we I feel like it's a classic story. We just would watch it every single Wednesday. Uh, it was or Thursday. It used to be on at Thursdays, maybe or Thursdays and Sundays. I don't remember. But every single Thursday, we would watch it. Um, and like the clear memories of like Rupert, like all these people, like you know Ozzy, like Ethan's on, like um, all these people, uh, James, of course, like mm-hmm. Sandra, Courtney, whatever, all all my icons. Um, growing up and like watching them and just absolutely loving the show. Um, and then I think we dropped off like after Heroes vs. Villains. Uh, but I'm, I am someone, my whole family loves games. Like we are just have always been like a game family. I feel like before it was like cool to be into games. Like my family always had the weird board games. Um, and we like always played them. Like we were playing Catan, you know, before anyone else, like before it was cool. Like, oh, uh, yes. the, I, don't, I don't like Catan. That's, Catan that's an aside. Um, yeah, but like the odd games. Um, and so that just always did fascinate me. And then when I was in high school, uh, my family moved a lot growing up. Um, so we would move basically every three years just because like my, both my parents went back to school, um, when they were much older, like, like my dad has a PhD now, my mom is a doctor and they were neither of those when I was born. Um, and so we really moved a lot for their like graduate level education. Um, and I like, I feel like a lot of this stems from me not really having friends. Uh, and I didn't really have that many friends. My like first year there, I like really went through some shit and I was like, what's been going on with survivor? Like I used to love this show and I think I saw an ad for it. And so my first season watching it back was Karamoa, um, which is not regarded as a good season. And it had returners on it who I had never seen, who no idea who Cochran was. And I loved it. I loved the season. Um, and then was, is the next season Kayan? What's the next season after Karamoa? And then I was hooked. Or is it Blood versus Water? I was thinking Blood versus Water. Was my yeah. First and thought. then it was Blood versus Water. Uh, uh, 
I mean, I don't know. But then from then on, I was hooked, essentially. Um, and I said, now, this is really interesting. The game had very much changed since I, like, remember watching it. Um, and I was, like, fascinated. I made all my friends watch it. And that was really when I started deciding, like, I want to be on this show. Um, and, like, I'm not a believer of manifestation. I want to say that. Like, I, I have this whole... I'm now going to go on a side. I have a whole theory, and maybe this is insulting, I don't know, that a lot of celebrities are very big into religion or into manifestation or some explanation for why their life is like what it is. Because when they look at their lives, their lives, well, you have 50 million followers, like something has to have been the cause of this. Like, what are the odds of that happening to a random person? It must be because of something. And so you justify it and you say, well, um, again, this is not like, uh, I don't want to like be dissing or anything, but it's like, oh, God is so great. God is so good. God really provides for me. Like, therefore, I will very much believe in this. And this is like an aside theory that I have about the Kardashians as a whole. Uh, but I think it also kind of applies to manifestation. You mm-hmm. he- really hear about manifestation for people that good things have come to. Um, well, they, must have, I, they must have done it themselves. They, so they were must the ones, have done yes. it because obviously like why would that random thing have happened to this person not this person it's because you manifested it why am i dating this person it's because i manifested it like you want to ascribe some reason for this randomness of life and i think it's very easy for me to want to say like well i manifested being (laughs) on this show from the high school because i loved it but really i was so obsessed with this show um and I was told to kind of, hey, if you want to be on the show, you have to live an interesting life. That's the best. You know, I think I saw that tip somewhere. And so I decided I want to live an interesting life. I want to be an interesting person to maybe get myself on this show. Um, and I also love it. So I'm going to consume it all and become a super fan, which I think in this round of casting helps you get on the show, whatever. Um, but I just loved it. I love the idea of scheming, betraying people, all of that. Um, and then when I went to college, I kept watching it. I started watching old seasons of survivor. Um, and then my sophomore year when I was, uh, was it my sophomore year? I don't remember. One of the summers of, uh, when I was in college, I started, um, no, I remember. Okay. My freshman year, my family had just moved again. I did not really have an internship. And so I was home and I started watching 17. Um, and I just kind of watched big brother 17, um, the shows because I had nothing to do that summer. And this was something that could consume my time. Um, and then my sophomore year, I was an intern and again, didn't really have many friends. Uh, or I, I did have friends, but like not really people I wanted to like eat lunch with mm-hmm. every day. And so I would book out a room for myself, like an, a meeting room every single day and watch live feeds. Uh, and then I'd watch live feeds at night because I was like, I have no friends. This is perfect. Like these are my friends now. <laughs> um, this is who I'm eating lunch with. And that was like 18. So like that was a good live feed season, I'll say. Uh, so I'm like, now I'm eating lunch with Ray. Been. like this is fun <laughs> um was that that season that, no, that 19. yeah raven's 19 okay 18 was like victor devon's second season mm-hmm. paul okay 
I also did it my second summer there. Um, of the like really getting into it, uh, getting into the live feeds. And then when I started working, like I said, our summers are very slow. Uh, and so then I really got into the live feeds then. Um, and in the meantime, still watching uh, Survivor, still watching Big Brother. When I was in college, I um, became very, uh, my freshman year, maybe I became like, I really became a fan of Maryland Survivor, Survivor Maryland, mm-hmm. these college made versions of it. Um, uh, probably because I didn't have friends, just assuming based off the pattern of my life. Um, and I was like, this is fun. Like, I, realistically, I would never get on this show. Um, but this is something I could do. Like, this is sick. I hope someone does this. Like, I hope someone makes this. Um, and then I can play because I would love to play. Uh, and no one made it. No one made it. No one made it. And then going into my senior year, I said, screw it if no one has made like a college version of this, I would like to make a college version of this. Um, And my like little and my sorority connected me to one of a guy she works with who was like the second or like equally a big fan of Survivor as I was. Um, And so we like worked on that and then we made a college Survivor, Survivor Michigan, um, the first season together. And I would, that was like, uh, college is hard. So like a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows for me that semester. I also like graduated a semester early. So that was my last semester. Um, but I loved it overall. Like I loved the plotting. I loved the scheming. Like I loved like listening to the confessionals. I like doing casting. Um, I just really, really enjoyed like the process. Like I remember the players would always be like, Claire, you're just like smiling. <laughs> so like I was the filmer also. Okay. I was mm. not like in front of the camera, like, um, you know, and so I was very like content though, just to be a part of it. And so I would just be like, <laughs> like, oh, blindside, you know, whatever. Uh, and that like really reignited like, oh, this is something like, yes, this is awesome. I love this so much. And then I graduated and then you don't really have anything to fill that bubble. Um, and so then I started kind of applying to these things, um, and still being like obsessed with them essentially. Uh, I don't know. They're just, it's just very fun. And then like, there are a thousand other shows that are kind of tangential to it. Right. So like the amazing race, I got so into the genius, mm-hmm. um, you know, all these kind of the mole, like I went back and watched all of those. Like I, I find the idea of manipulation and gameplay and trying to out strategize what's the intersection of game theory and this, like just very fascinating. Like it's, it's, it's just so good. Like, I don't really know. Like one of my um, good friends whose weddings I had a miss actually had never in her life ever seen an episode of big brother or survivor. We watched like the bachelor together. Like that was her vibe was like the bachelor, nothing else. Um, very much like I would say like a uh, angelic person, like, you know, like she, she wouldn't like scheme or plot or anything. Um, not a manipulative bone in her body. And she was like, glued to the live feeds the entire summer and was like this is fun what else is like this um and my roommate told her like oh well claire really likes survivor and she watched the entirety of survivor all all 41 seasons before i was out of the house wow um and she was like why did we ever watch the bachelor like why didn't we have survivor watch parties like what like what like why would what like 
what were we doing? We were so foolish. <laughs> um, and I think more people would like these shows if it wasn't like Survivor. That's like, oh, that's so odd. Like, mm-hmm. if people were watching network television, I think like these shows would just be the biggest thing. Um, if they were on like Netflix, they would just be like the biggest thing. But I digress. Uh, so that's really, that's really what it stemmed from, I would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like, I, I feel like one of the reasons I love um, it's like sci-fi and fantasy uh, as a genre is because like good sci-fi and fantasy is about uh, taking like human elements and quantifying them into like a literal either like device in sci-fi or magic in fantasy um, and playing around with like human nature and behavior through that lens. And uh, shows like Big Brother and Survivor are are, are like that in a, in a different way where they take these elements of human interaction, behavior and, uh, and, and communication and they gamify it um, mm. and they make it extreme in that way. And I, I love examining, you know, people and, and, and behaviors through these like extreme lenses. Uh, it's so fascinating. And, and that's that's what that's what draws me to it. Now that you've played uh you know we hear from a lot of people that once they've played the game once they've been on the show um it it changes for them whether it's that it's demystified because they've seen the inner workings or that it's like traumatic to to think about or to watch or it's just weird um and it's just it's just like um whether or not it's like positive or negative just it's not really the same and they usually don't enjoy it as much some people who like never really watch the show will like oh i just discovered the show after i played and they're like this is great um but most of the time when somebody has a very high level of fandom coming in, their level of fandom coming out is not as high as it was before. Uh, have you found that to be the case for you at all? Transparently, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I think um, celebrity, I was invested. Um, I did not really watch live feeds, though. Like, I am a live feeder. Like, that is, like, I am someone who, like, I work in the summer, and then I have my second screen up of live feeds. Um, and I listen to the updates. And I will say, for celebrity, I started off doing live feeds, and it dropped off, and then I would listen to your daily updates. Um, which is sometimes how I would consume the end of a season, in general, in Big Brother. Once you get to the end, eh, not much might be happening happening um and then big brother canada and i'm really not watching it anymore i like i started the first few weeks you know i i talked to chada a good amount chada has been raving about this season i talked to chada and uh brayden from big brother canada Mm -hmm. nine and they were both like huge fans of this season um and just like this is one of the best ones blah 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 blah. um and i think it is hard for me to really get back into which i was not expecting i'm very interested to see how i'll feel about us Mm -hmm. um because i think i think there is something different to canada versus us you know i think I think uh, kind of weird, but once I got off the season, I would meet, like you're saying, I would meet alums um, and I would, you know, be curious. I'd be like, oh, do you watch the season? And they would be like, no, not really. And I'd be like, okay, well, kind of screw you. Like, yeah. why, why are you even talking to me? Like, you don't know who I am then. Like, you don't know this season. Like, you, what, you think you're better than me? Whatever. Um, and, I, and I never thought I would be one of those people, but I'm like, I kind of get it. Um, Survivor, my 
fandom has not disappeared. I think I have way more respect for people who are playing Survivor now. And I think I have more respect for anyone playing these games than I did before. Um, I think, you know, the inner mechanisms, there's nothing really there to disillusion me. I feel like if you watch the feeds, you know the inner workings, essentially. Um, but I think I think it's hard for me to get as invested because I really recognize that these are just people. Um, and I really recognize they are making decisions to the best of their ability. Um, and you know, if someone is racist or homophobic or whatever, like, no, fuck them. Like we're not, we're not apologizing for that. But for most of these people, they're just, they're trying their best. Um, they don't really know what they're doing. And I, I think like, I don't get like the same, I haven't gotten the same pleasure of like this idiot, like you're dummy, like you're, you're not doing a good thing. Like, and I think I do still get like, I get like that buzz when people are making good game moves or if people are doing like something strategic or like something really clever. Um, but I think for the most part, like, I've lived these daily interactions. So like a lot of the appeal of live feeds was like me having friends, uh, you know, like as much as you're friends with these people, you're, you're not, unfortunately. Um, but like getting to know who these people are and like what makes them tick and like, Oh, is, is this going to be a fun conversation? And I think it's very apparent to me that these are people. Uh, and like, I think the players have been humanized to me in ways that like, I don't know if you can really be humanized unless you've done and you just realize like you didn't manifest this you're just a person who this randomly happened to um and so i think that that is also a little bit less appealing to me um and i and and so that for that reason i'm not as excited about live feeds and i know that the show's not worth watching without live feeds uh because i've been a live feeder and so it's so it hurts it um because if if something is interesting strategically happening, I don't know the backstory because I haven't been keeping up really. Um, and so like, sometimes I'm trying to like keep up. I see like, you know, sh- oh, shit's going down on Twitter. Uh, and so I'm like, ah, I got to tune in the past three episode days of live feed updates from you. And I'm like, Oh, what's going on? What's going on? But I think, I think it's hard for me to, um, at least in these past seasons really invest as much. I think maybe this with us, I think maybe I will get into it just because it is like the successor of my season. And I'm like, I am still very fascinated with like, how do dynamics play out? What does that look like? I think, I think I'm very nervous of like the fallout of the cookout, but I'm also like very intrigued by what is this next season going to look like? Mm. Um, And maybe just for that, like morbid fascination, I will like stay tuned and see, you know, who are these people? Cause like also in a weird way, these are sort of my peers now. And like, I've gotten, you have met them as well, Taryn, peers (laughs) of you. Um, Like I've hung out with, the people on past seasons before um and like some of them have become genuinely actually good friends of mine um so you know it's also like who's gonna be my friend next <laughs> yeah. yes, like who am i gonna dip out of this pot and uh and uh you know toss on the friend plate um i don't know that's kind of weird <laughs> that was a little um, that was a little dark <laughs> who metaphor, am i going though. to consume <laughs> 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know. I think that like alums and the current class of like Big Brother have weird relationships. Mm. It's kind of a general. Yeah. Um, of like, well, my season. But then also, I think your fame on a season is so short lived. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do like people, other alum warned us like there'll be people who just want to take a photo with you and then like skid out on their yeah. way they don't really care um and so i don't want to be that person either uh but i i think it's give me time uh i think uh mm-hmm. and then i think i uh, will see um you know time will tell uh i never really liked celebrity anyways um it wasn't exactly Survivor. like a great season <laughs> no survivor will always really hold a, a very warm place in my heart yeah. uh but so will big brother of course now that i've played it especially yeah um, can't drop it now <laughs> so uh so what what's what's in your future what's what's what are you uh what what does your life look like in 10 years claire <laughs> Uh, well, gosh, Sharon, really, this is a very odd interview for me to do because I also, uh, when does this interview, like you, you release it later, right? Uh, this one will come out right away. Cause I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm dry. I've got no, uh, got none oh, left. No, <laughs> the pot is dry. <laughs> well, um, I will say like, I, I think that my job might change, um, shortly i think i'm okay to say that based off like my calendar so this interview is also tricky because i I think my job will be um different very soon um and then so who knows uh but you know i think in an ideal world uh, i'm happy Uh, i don't i don't that's cliche um we did this game with my friends where it's like oh if you could have the answer to one question what would you ask? And my friend said, I would want to know if I was happy. I was like, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard. Why would you ask that? Because what if someone's going to say you're not going to be happy? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? The, the question should be, what will make me happy? Mm, this is right? good question, Taryn. Good question. Yes. That's, that's the question. Like, what would, what will bring me the most joy in my yeah. life? Um, you know, or whatever. Uh, so I, I think the time will tell. I don't think I'm manifesting anything else. Um, you know, I'd love to be on Survivor, uh, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, spoiler. Um, but you know, I think hopefully I'll still have good friends. I will hopefully be doing something I love. Um, I'll still be reading books. Uh, and time will tell. I don't know. I, I don't think you need to have anything planned out um that far i'm not a, i'm not a goal setter unfortunately um but i think i i don't i don't think i'm saying 
no to any opportunities. I also feel like you should live life opportunistically. Um, we'll see. Who knows? What about you, Taryn? Well, where will you be in 10 years? I have no idea. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> you said the same thing. One of us just took a lot longer. <laughs> if they, if they asked you to uh, play big brother again. Yeah. You're Easy. down. All right. Yeah. Uh, maybe not this year. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. A little, little bit of a break first. Yeah. But yeah, as long as I'm not like training to be an astronaut, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> I say go. that because I feel like that's the one job I wouldn't want to quit if I was doing. <laughs> um, astronaut. Yeah, just like going to space. I don't know. That seems sick. Um, it's fun. You never get to do anything. You 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 can do all the orgs you want. Nothing. Nothing compares to the real thing. It's so fun. Yeah. All right. Well, Claire, thank you so much for doing this with me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking, Darren. This was so much fun. Um, it was, I'd ask you to, to, to plug stuff, but that's not really your thing. No, I don't care. What if you want to find me, you can find me. I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, do you, do you, do you uh, tweet your thoughts? on things i do i do i have a twitter i have an instagram you can follow me at claire rafus if this is coming out recently i also normally tweet about survivor um you know i'll occasionally toss a like to a, a big brother canada 10 tweet but you know my secret's out i'm not really keeping up with it unfortunately uh so i am deceiving you mm. um but you know, I can like things. Uh, and then it's not for whatever reason. Uh, but you know, uh, I tweet about things. Um, and I have an Instagram that I do not really post to. Um, and I guess to follow Derek stuff if you want to. I don't really know. He's not, he's not doing this interview. I don't need to promote any of his things. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, check out maybe my Goodreads. Mm. Um, if you want to see what I'm reading, I guess. Unfortunately, uh, limited to only a one through five rating system instead of a one through ten rating system, but that's fine. Oh, what do you use a different uh, book source here? I wish I could. I wish there was any other option other than Goodreads. I have to use yeah. a, my own my own like uh, separate uh, spreadsheet thing. What is this? It's 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 called it's an Airtable. Uh, it's okay. like a spreadsheet, but it's a little fancier. Like it's a little prettier. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what's what I have to do. Prettier than Excel, oh, a Microsoft man. product. Ah, whoops. Uh oh. <laughs> It's okay. I I don't blame you. Uh, but I'll maybe I'll bing it. Uh, look it up on Bing later. <laughs> All right, sounds good. There you go. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation on the Taryn Show with Claire. I had a, I had a really good time talking with Claire. I hope you enjoyed it as well. As always, you can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I also, we uh, we got off onto a tangent about uh, the uh, the Farseer trilogy during this podcast, which uh, I uh, I have decided I will release uh, at, an, uh, at another time, probably on the Terran Quest YouTube channel or something along those lines if you're interested in hearing us nerd out about fantasy books for a good uh, like half hour to 40 minutes. So uh, you can check that out at some point in the future. But until then, stay tuned for the next Terran show. Check out all the other stuff I've got going on. And I will see you next time. It's the Taron Show. With 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.